he's doing all right. You know, he's just getting older. He's an old man nowadays. You know, you were with us back in the Living Free days. Right. You know, we're live right now, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know It's that. a hang. That's what they say. It's a hang. <laughs> Welcome back to Truth Hurts. We expose corrupt politicians lying corporate media. I'm joined today by Warren Wessel of Warren Wessel Realty. You sponsor a show. We let you in here, right? That's a good deal. Actually, Capitalism. We, well, we had you on the show before because um, right. you and I go way back to like the Tea Party days. So you're right, like a really right. good conservative, anti-rhino kind of guy. So... You know, it's Absolutely. not just that you sponsor us. Like, it makes sense to have you in here. Absolutely. That's actually why I like, and that's where the show is going to go, is we're only going to take on, you know, conservatives because I want a network amongst like-minded people, right? There's no Bud Light sponsorships having here, <laughs> happening here. Although, is there a price, Dawson? Is there a price we would take Bud Light? Okay. Boy, would I have to drink it, though? Because I've never really enjoyed Bud Light. I haven't either. Yeah, you're a Coors guy. <laughs> today's episode also brought to you by alpine cabinetry of st cloud um we're gonna talk about the story of this terrorist in minnesota dawson's gonna push back on that by the way mr deep state himself dawson by the way running the dials as usual uh reading your comments uh is jesse but he's muted today he's got his uh, conspiracy hat on uh <laughs> right in rumble let us know what you think of the show if you want to interrupt me or warn at any time, go ahead and hit that Rumble rant, and we'll read your comment live on air. Um, oh, by the way, if you are watching live or after the fact, make sure you like. That always tells the algorithm to share with more people. All right, so we're going to talk about the terrorist in Minnesota. Then we're going to go into E. Jean Carroll, the, the author E. Jean Carroll. That's what everyone says on the media. Like This is the biggest joke of all. This this whole story on E.G. Carroll, now she's getting $83 million from Trump. I mean, I have no idea the appeals process, if he's got much of a chance. But a New York uh, jury has awarded her $83 million in damages. And apparently they're going to sue again because Trump can't keep his mouth closed, which he shouldn't. We'll get into that story. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Lisa, one of our favorites, Lisa Zarza. I, we always called her Lisa Monet, but she operated the... Um, uh, not the interchange, the uh, the alibi, the alibi um, bar in Lakeville that got shut down by Tim Walls. So she popped up in an Alpha News story. We wanted to talk about that. And then we got this interesting story, a new candidate in CD3. Is this person a Democrat? I can't wait to get into this story. So let's start out with this terrorist in Minnesota. Pull up the story. It's on the Daily Caller. Now, Dawson's going to push back on me because he's like, oh, it's just the Daily Caller. No one else is reporting on this. Did I get your impression down? So Pat? I noticed that every time you bring up my argument, argument, you make me sound stupid as a defense. <laughs> that's mechanism. why I did it that way. Yes, yeah. that's that's a trick the media uses right there. By the way, welcome to Truth Hurts, where we expose the corrupt media. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not. Listen, Dawson, I do. I appreciate the fact that you push back at us. Okay, keeps us honest, right? I got. I think we've been honest anyhow. I mean, if this show was just everyone thought the same way, is it that good of a show? I don't think so. That's why I have Mega Jesse on. Look at him. He's got a tinfoil hat. Obviously, <laughs> I disagree with him on stuff. He thinks the earth is flat. It's not flat, by the way. Oh, we already got a rumble rant. Love Minnesota. This show is amazing. We haven't even started the show, Love Minnesota. <laughs> don't give That's going to go right to my head, my ego. You got you to you let it go a little bit. Now I got to perform, Warren. I don't know. <laughs> Or we can Pressure's call that the Warren effect. Pull up the Daily Caller story. My apologies there, uh, Dawson. I know you were 
your feelings were hurt. Uh, exclusive terrorist caught illegally crossing the border was allowed to roam free for nearly a year. Memo says this is Jenny Taylor of the, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jenny Taylor. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Taylor of daily caller. Federal authorities caught a terrorist at the U S Southern border and released him into the country where he roamed freely for nearly a year before being arrested in Minnesota just days ago. According to an internal federal memo exclusively obtained by the daily caller news foundation. The unnamed individual, who the memo only identifies as a member of the Somali terror group Al-Shabaab, was released shortly after being caught illegally crossing the southern border near San Ysidro. I don't know what that is. Is that you, you ever heard of that town? It's Ysidro? in California, right? It's in California. Why would we know that? On March 13, 2013, according to the memo, which the DCNF is not publishing, Daily Caller's News Foundation, that is, it's not publishing in order to protect the identity of confidential source, the terrorist screening center, quote, deemed him a mismatch after running his name through the terror watch list, according to the memo, which was sent to Immigration Custom Enforcement, or ICE, officials. However, on January 18, 2024, the terrorist screening center made a redetermination that the individual is a confirmed member of Al-Shabaab and was involved in the use, manufacture, or transport of explosives or firearms, the memo states. Two days later, ICE nabbed the Al-Shabaab member in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Border Patrol caught 172 terror watch list suspects attempting to enter the U.S. illegally during fiscal year 2023. That's the key story right there, by the way, Dawson. They already caught 172 terror watch list suspects. Right, you're taking away from the story that they're reporting on right now because the real story is a different one. I, I, I don't know what to do with this guy. It's the young generation's war, and that's the problem. It's well, the young generation. The young generation isn't <laughs> isn't very kind to media. I think that's good. He only, well, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. He only likes credible sources like Dan Rather. And, uh, <laughs> you won't even you get know, that joke. Guys. I just saw something with Dan Rather the other day, and I'm like, Dan Rather seems tame now. Like, you do know the story on Dan Rather? I don't know who that is. He, why would you? <laughs> he was the new the front man for CBS News, right? Oh, okay. Um this would be probably starting in the eighties, certainly in the nineties when I was growing up yeah. and, uh, and then the two thousands and he was caught red handed lying about, um, Bush. George w. Th- what's that? George W. Bush. Wasn't it something about Iraq? I think it was something about, no, Iraq. it was about his, uh, his, uh, record, his military record. Yes, that's right. He lied about George W. Bush's military mm-hmm. record because in 2004 they had a Vietnam war veteran, John Lurch, John Kerry uh, running against George W. And they want to make it because, like, that was the issue back then. It was like the war on terrorism. Who stepped down as the climate czar now? Yeah, there you go. We'll miss him. Yeah, still be flying those jets, though. Um, But anyhow, you know, Dan Rather was so discredited and it was like a big hit on the media. And nowadays it just seems like par for the course. I mean, when Brian Williams lying about his, you know, time and uh, being in, you know, getting shot at and stuff. Or was that Hillary? Oh, Hillary did both. that too. Yeah, yeah she, I know. I know. Yeah, no, I remember the Brian Williams one. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, these guys are such liars. Reminds me when I was back fighting in that war. <laughs> so Dawson doesn't even know who Dan Rather was. I've okay. totally heard that name before, but that I, I my <clears throat> initial thought went to the catfishing NBC show or whatever. What was who was? Oh, to catch a predator. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I thought that he was maybe there, but I, I have no idea. Agent Orange sixty eight says the communist state of Minnesota. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we might actually talk napkin eight. We might talk about Omar too. An interesting comment she made the other day. What is wrong with a story? Daily caller does journalistic duty of, you know, getting a source. I'm assuming vetting. Mm-hmm. They're not allowing us to see the source, nor would you, right? It's basically a whistleblower. Someone in the federal government leaked a memo, an internal memo, which by the way, we as the population should be demanding more information on this from ICE or whoever the right appropriate officials are. Yeah. But w- what is your issue with the story, Dawson? I don't understand. I got a, um, it's actually interesting, right before the show started, I got a, a federal memo saying that the whole entire story is fake. Um, I wrote up a little story about it and um, CBS, I think, is taking it soon. So, I mean, we'll just see who's right. Did he just wake up from the <laughs> sass side of the bed this morning? I don't, I don't, I, I don't I know. I think I did. What's going on? Here. Today's upper body day. So. It's upper body day? <laughs> but it's it's just, it, this is just like hearsay, so I guess. So CBS what do you, is wait, the source? Oh, it's not hearsay. What do you mean it's sure hearsay? It is. Until there's any proof of this memo getting leaked, which if she has a memo when you think that the journalistic thing to do would be let me see what I can like protectively censor from this and then put it out to people. Instead, we don't have anything. We don't have a name. We don't have a picture. Like the second we opened up the story, I was like, is anybody else reporting on this? And you said no. And we looked it up and nobody was. Well, um, others are reporting. We've got Fox News, Alpha News. That are reporting that from are reporting the story. On, yes, on the story. Yeah. Actually, Alpha just reran the story. Fox actually interviewed somebody with knowledge on it. I guess someone probably from no, the I don't. Daily I don't think that the content of it is. I don't. I don't think that they're lying. I'm sure stuff like this happens a lot, but it's just exactly what the immigration problem is, right? I don't know why we need another reason to be talking about it so hard because it's happening anyways. So, so which part do you debate the fact that? They initially said no, he's not a terrorist, and now he is. No, I, th- I think or I think the fact that, the problem, that he was arrested in Minneapolis, or what? Yeah, part? the whether or not it happened in Minneapolis or not, I feel like there would be people on the ground knowing about this stuff because a FBI raid doesn't just happen, and then there's nobody there. There's no documentation of it anywhere. I don't know. Well, this. It's most fishy. Th- this actually could happen with very little knowledge from the popu- population, especially if it happened late at night. Except for the leaked memo that went to some obscure new news source mm-hmm. by luck or... When you know, say new it? news source, it's like Daily Callers existed for some time now, right? It's not like... Not, I mean, it's not new, new news source. Yes, but... Not new news source, like a new news. Like new source. media? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how we get media these days. I'm curious what you guys think at home. Let us know here in the comment section. I mean, listen, I like how Dawson's hesitant on it, but I don't like how he just throws it out as if it doesn't exist. My point that I was making to you before the show is even if this story doesn't end up being true, which means that Jenny Taylor, well, I guess there's two courses of action. Jenny Taylor is lying and knows it because she wanted a story, Mm. and then she should basically be discredited. I don't think that's the case here. Um, Number two... There are people that fabricated the story inside the federal government because clearly she's vetting her sources and knows that they work for the right appropriate agency. Right. That's what you do before. You you can't just go off to go up to a journalist off the street and go, look, I got this internal memo. I work for the federal government. They're going to vet the story. You've seen this with uh, Project Veritas or I'm sorry, 
uh, OMG, uh, O'Keefe Media Group, right? They, they always show proof that this person works for a certain agency. Now, the reason they do that is because they're the target of the, the story. Here, she's protect, protecting the identity of the source. So we have some bit of trust in the journalist that they've actually vetted a source. Now, mm. you and me and a lot of other people no longer really trust the corporate media when it comes to this stuff because they literally been caught red-handed lying about it. Jenny Taylor, to my knowledge, hasn't. But I'd love to find out if that's not true. Yeah. I, I just personally don't trust any news source, really. Which so is why how I don't do you, watch news. So how do you pro bring in and process news then? I, I don't understand. Because at my, some point you got to trust to a degree. I When it comes down to it, I trust like large numbers, right? Where it's like the probability of a thousand people, like a thousand different uh, uh, news groups lying is way smaller than one person coming out and lying. Like Russian collusion? Maybe. Like, I mean, the vaccine is uh, safe and effective. I mean, I would say I trust most of them, not at all. I mean, if it comes from CBS, NBC, whatever, I, I'm not going to believe it. Uh, certainly not CNN, MSNBC, because they have a track record of lying yeah. and of pushing a narrative. They're not news sources. They're just part of the DNC. Yeah, I mean, I think you make a great point. I don't, I'm don't. i wondering what your rebuttal is that, Dawson. I mean, they've been caught lying in mass on those kind of things. And Jan 6, we could throw in there, too. When I'm, when I'm talking about um, large numbers, most I, so I don't watch any news like Fox or, you know, any of that old person stuff. Um, <laughs> what, what I watch yeah. is I, I basically get most of my news from Twitter, which is going to be from like... Um, you mean X? Uh, yeah whatever. yeah he's so old school he's on twitter <laughs> um so like but most of the news that i care about is about video games and nobody has a reason to lie really so it's like about video games yeah okay. i don't really know well he's a gamer so i am that's his world professionally too yeah there you go nice plug um so yeah i when it comes to like the big news sources like fox when it comes to cbs nbc i don't really care about what they have to say like if they're talking about it. Somebody else must be talking about it who has more information. Okay, we're going to come back to this story because I'm not done with this story. And I got a lot to say about this damn story. But I want to go to this story here just to kind of prove my point. E. Jean Carroll, okay, she's awarded $83 million. She sued, well, so she sues Donald Trump. Okay, first of all, this happened in the 90s, right? <laughs> Barely she gets assaulted by Donald Trump in a department store. The this, this story sounds a little crazy anyhow off the bat. But it happens way long ago. She brings this thing when he is re, re uh, running for re-elect, or not re-election, running again for president. Like, isn't it interesting that all this stuff, all these court cases are landing in 2024, basically, as he's running for re-election? Clearly, the deep state doesn't want this guy to be president. I mean, they literally lied. We know that they lied and said that the Hunter Biden laptop story was fake information, it was Russian right. disinformation. So we know there are very powerful forces that don't want Donald Trump to be president. So isn't it interesting? All these, I mean, no president in the history of the United States, former president's ever been charged with one single crime. And Donald Trump now has been charged with 91 crimes, four indictments, 91 charges. I mean, just think of it. Think of it. They want this guy out of there. Okay, so E. Jean Carroll is the gal 
they got to finally get Donald Trump. Okay? Who's E. Jean Carroll? We got to show you this video. I don't know if you've seen this before, Warren. Is that her dancing in the woods kind of thing? Dancing in the woods? Is there a video I'm not privy to? Well, she lives in the woods, and they say that she uses female. she She lives in the woods? What's that mean? Well, that's where she lives. I mean, I've seen videos of it, and she's got, like, different pets, and they're all named after female body parts. And that's... Yeah, she's a kook. I mean, she's lives crazy. In woods. i got to look this up. Lives in woods. <laughs> a walk in the woods with E. Jean Kerr from The Observer, from her cabin upstate. Yeah. But see, you make it sound like living in the woods is a bad thing here. No, I, I, I I'm wanna... just saying she's <laughs> removed from reality. Oh, I mean, she did Maybe a... Maybe she's more into reality. She did an interview with... Uh, it's funny how you said that, though. She Anderson Cooper. That's what we're going to show right here. Oh, okay. Let's pull up this one on Anderson Cooper. This is the woman the media is cheering about. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not... This was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I a think most people rape. think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Uh, Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. <laughs> we go take a, sh- a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more <laughs> on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> That's the woman. That's her. When I think, too, <laughs> I've heard that this is going to be drawn out, that, you know, it's one thing to be awarded an amount. It's another thing to collect it. Yeah. And so it, it's definitely going to be appealed. I just wonder when... Well, it's already been appealed. Right. I but just, what does that mean in the New York Supreme Court? Well, that's true, too. Um, but I'm just wondering when the Tara Reid uh, assault No, you're asking the wrong start. questions, Warren. You can't <laughs> ask those questions. When is that going to start? No, wrong questions. <laughs> More credible than E. Jean Carroll, but we're never going to see that, right? Let's go to this. This is uh, so E. Jean Carroll just wins this eighty-three million dollar lawsuit, defamation. So she wins. Uh, they didn't find her. Li- they didn't find Trump liable for rape. This is a civil case, not not criminal. They didn't find him liable for rape, but they found him liable for I think sexual assault. Awarded her damages. Trump goes out there. He's a presidential candidate. Wants to tell the people this person's a liar. She's a kook. Now, this woman that you just saw has now proven to a court in Manhattan a defamation case. Like, he said she's, she said. A, I mean, how do you defame that? It's pretty much already defamed. But anyhow, she proves that Trump has defamed her and gets awarded $83 million. Let's watch this video. This is Rachel Maddow talking so giddy about this uh, award. Ms. Carroll's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, says she and her client are currently weighing whether or not to bring yet another defamation suit against Donald Trump, this time for the new iterations he made of these lies on television in the immediate wake of the verdict. For the first time since he was elected president, E. Jean Carroll and her lawyer, Robbie Kaplan, have proven in a court of law that Trump cannot tell lies with impunity. They have done that for the country. They were not the first to try, Heroes. but they were the first to succeed. Heroes. To hold Trump accountable <laughs> by the American judicial system. First time anybody has been able to do that since he was elected president. They've already done that. Now they have to decide what to do next. 
Joining us now for the interview is E. Jean Carroll and her lawyer, Roberta Kaplan. It is very nice to have you both here. Thank you. Great to be here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I made you sit through that whole thing about the attack in Virginia and the Durham report. Forgive I me. just want to stand up and give you a standing ovation. <laughs> no. I, I hadn't realized that nobody had done uh, this, <coughs> that we're the first. Yeah. I just now realized it when you said it. Yeah, you... Robbie. <laughs> you did it. And wow. we, as a country, are inured to the idea, not just that politicians tell lies, right? We're, we're inured to the specific thing with Mr. Trump in which he lies about even checkable things, and he lies in ways that are very hurtful, that are designed to ruin people's lives, and there's no consequences for it. All he does is benefit. Cruelty makes him seem stronger. Cruelty makes him seem more macho. Cruelty makes his view, his, 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 his adoring public adore him all the more. You are the first people to have punctured that by using the legal system to say you have to be held accountable for what you say. It, I was going to ask you how that felt, but you're only realizing it for the first time now. Well, I, I, when the verdict came, yeah. when the verdict came, uh, I think we ascended to the ceiling. We did. Hold my, hold my hand. It was the happiest day of my life. Mm. And uh, on top of having the happiest day of our lives, <laughs> was added, uh, we were so proud to be an American, see democracy actually work. Oh yeah, so democracy. To put that on top of our happiness, and Robbie was squeezed. You We're see, not this a hand democracy. is three times smaller than. It. <laughs> squeeze it, just squeeze it so hard. Uh, it was uh, thrilling. Uh, uh, I could feel it in my very bones, right down to my corpuscles, mm. and uh, it was. And I still have that feeling. Okay, let's uh, let's end it there. And she ends up asking her, "Are we going to go shopping?" This is the person, the hero to the left right now. You know, I just was reading this poll. Um, younger men are going more and more conservative and younger women the opposite. Like there's a big divide here. Lucky for women, boys are going conservative because let's say even liberal women are going to want a more traditional conservative guy. I, right. This whole experiment on uh effeminate dudes it's just i i predict from the get-go it's not gonna last that long no offense there warren but i just <laughs> didn't see it happening too long <laughs> okay but, mr macho <laughs> yeah so um she's an absolute crazy person and i think that's part of the stuff like young men are seeing this bullshit and i and i think they're just playing it they're like literally the left plays to the female voter segment because they know they do well in that like if you took men out of um voting women are the presidents would always go democrat and vice versa yeah. so it's been like that it's been like that for a while basically the women vote in general well, trump actually won white women in uh 2016 you know trump's probably worst demographic is college educated white women especially postgraduate that's like well i shouldn't say white women just in general women that's like his worst category that's also, college brainwashed college brainwashed yeah, yeah and then you got to call imagine it what a lot it is. of the ones that are postgraduate what kind of work they go into right so um i just see this like young men that are looking at this crazy person and like what the so what do you think is the core of the hatred for Trump? Is that because he was a Democrat and then he switched? So that's unforgivable? 
It's a great question, and I've been wondering this because you know it's all. It's not like it's always. The left could have worked with him. He's been a moderate. He's been a Democrat. We got a rumble rap from K Wall for life, lurking and working. Cheers. Thank you very much. T Wall and K Wall. They work while they watch the show. I don't know how they get anything done, but we know they get <laughs> things done. So we appreciate it, guys. Um, so. I had someone explain this thing very well to me, and I think this makes the most sense. Because really, the Democrats could get along with Trump, right? They used to hang out with them. They used to well, praise Joe him. and Mika were... There you go. Great case. NAACP gave the guy a freaking award back when he was just a businessman. And now he's some racist, right? Some white supremacist, apparently. Well, the rappers used to rap about him and stuff. They and... go that. Well, I think they'll still do that. Right. I think right. they kind of like Trump, actually. Right, right. And the comedians like Trump. Uh I think what it comes down to is he didn't need them. Mm. And so since he didn't need them, he just called out their bullshit. Or he wouldn't play the swamp game. Well, he played swamp games. That's the problem. That's one of the problems I had with his presidency. Yeah. But he didn't need to. And so the fact he didn't need their help, it's bizarre. They always need. Brad Gansner says Trump threatens the grift. He does threaten the grift. So... That's probably the most dangerous thing that he can just basically overpower the media and overpower the elites. It's all about control. That's what they like. They like control because just think about it. When he was in office, and I know you think he's done a lot of good things, but the swamp grew. I mean, the swamp grew so much to the point where the FBI literally threw an election in the opposite direction. Right. Right. And what what should he have done with the FBI? I mean, he got rid of Comey right away, but... I mean, did he need to knock down the first three levels of FBI? And I mean, look, look, you, you get rid of the Department of Education, or you make well, right. basically minim, minimize to the largest degree. EPA, you do that with DOE, EPA. You um, let me think of some other things that would be monumental. IRS. I mean, they did actually mm-hmm. do the Republicans. Their credits did do a lot to the IRS, but not enough. No, that would be another agency you got to start slashing. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just a couple examples. The military state, you know, military spending increased, although we didn't do as much adventurism overseas, but right. certainly the military didn't go down. That's the behemoth of the military industrial complex didn't go away. He didn't fire Anthony Fauci. He let that medical yeah. bureaucracy exist. Now, you know, maybe he didn't know it. Like most of us didn't know how bad that was until after COVID, but he certainly let Fauci. So he could have done a lot of things to just really slash the government. He just didn't, right? So the swamp yeah. grew. But, I mean, one clue with Fauci is I specifically remember when they first hit, you know, they were talking about N95 and getting the mask and Fauci saying, nah, you know, the particles are too small. They don't really work. And what was it? Within three months, it was a 180 degrees change right. where they're essential. They'll save lives. And. I mean, I don't know. It, it's amazing how gullible people are. And right. even conservative friends I had, they were all, oh, got to get the jab, got to wear the mask. It's like, really? Well, and, and then think about this. Trump wore masks. Yeah. Like, there are people like us that we just got screwed. We ended up having to wear masks because you go into, like, a medical facility, like when Ace was born. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Uh, you know, I had to go to the hospital. Right. Like, what am right. I going to do? It was August of 2020. Um, you know, getting on flights people that got to go on flights and stuff like that i mean no one's guilting trump into wearing a mask he's right. the one guy that could show he's the one the guy that could have led the nation and saying this stuff is useless don't wear them 
Right. And his spending, too, was... Spending as well, yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's never going to be a perfect candidate. And... No, I've, I've kind of resorted to that. Well, the point I'm trying to make here is the media just runs with us, Dawson. They run with a story that E. Jean Carroll is like some good, upstanding person. They call her the author. I've found that interesting. Author and journalist is what they call E. Jean Carroll. Not nutbag. Like that, I mean, do you need to see anything more than that freaking interview with Anderson Cooper? Like, that is not a stable woman. And this is the person the left is cheering and plotting that she finally got Donald Trump, which actually exposes exactly their agenda. Sure. It's not about, it's not about making this person whole again, which is what a defamation or a sexual abuse civil case would be, making her whole. It's about getting Donald Trump. They literally lead... With that story, you are the one that finally got Donald Trump and his lies. It's not like, oh, I'm so sorry about what he did to you. I am so glad you've now monetarily been made whole again. That's not the story here. It's about getting the big bad orange man. Yeah. You know, in in talking about reliable sources of information, NBC, for example, I don't know if you saw the thing about Saturday Night Live, which I haven't watched in probably 15 years, but... They were on there, uh, Trump used the term debank. You know, he said these people are being debanked. In other words, the, the banks are kicking them out because of whatever reason. And they made a big deal about, oh, he's making up words. All you have to do is look in the dictionary. It's an actual word. Is that a word? It is. I didn't even and, know that. Uh, I that was pretty funny. And it's like they can't even do enough research to realize that is an actual word. They just... Fly off the cuff. Wait, are you sure about this? I'm 100% sure. What's I would say Merriam-Webster's Dictionary would be a good source, right? Are they still a thing? Yes, I thought Wikipedia are. was the <laughs> gold oh, standard. Oh, don't tell me that's what you did. D-Bank. But there's a chance they've changed it now. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> right? But, it's like, uh, we're in a recession under uh, Joe Biden. Well, technically, right. recessions have never truly been defined as, as two, two negative periods of growth. <laughs> Ooh, like, fascinating. But uh, what's that? Uh, I'm not. I'm not finding a dictionary uh, definition for it. But Wikipedia does have a one-page article that was edited two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Merriam-Webster says debank is not is not a a word. So, uh, s- by the way. That actually makes it. They probably that, just changed it. It's oh, big they? dictionary out to get Trump next. Well, hold on, hold on, <laughs> Dawson. This might actually be worth. There's this uh, thing. It's like, uh, what is that? The history on on websites. What is that called? The the Wayback Machine. Yeah, the Wayback Machine. <laughs> How do we find out if this has been that, changed? That takes a little bit more effort than just looking it up. All right, pull up the Wikipedia page and let's look at what this is, because that would be pretty funny. I have never heard that term debank. I hadn't either, but it was just something I saw someplace. No, when he said bigly, wasn't bigly actually a word? I, as far as I know, that's just a funny thing, right? Okay, this is uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia does not have an article with this exact name. Please search for debank in Wikipedia to check. What is it? Why is it saying it that way? Is it? Did you look up d-banking? Oh, do you think there's a hyphen in there? there or some it, of your... Uh, there is no Watchers, def- there is no definition of debank, but the Wikipedia thing says that there is a hyphen. Okay. Yeah, but Agent, the point Agent is, Agent Orange sixty eight says there's a hyphen. Jake, you've never heard of debank? Come on, you haven't either. 
I'm not seeing oh debanking. There is something called debank. There you go. You got it up there. Yep. Also known within the banking industry as de-risking is the closure of people's or organizational's bank accounts by banks who perceive the account holders to pose a financial legal regulation. There you go, Warren. You got it right. Yeah, my what? point is with <laughs> wait. What's so funny? Anybody could have edited that in after the fact. Uh, oh, I'm that's sorry. What you I think it's funny. <laughs> you were saying it was done two days ago to make him look good. Is that what you're saying? I, I, I just I don't think it freaking matters. I don't think it. This is probably so the what? most important thing in the world yeah. right now. Right. But whether or not debanking is a word, maybe he meant de-risking. Who freaking knows? But at the end of the day, who it doesn't matter. Trump. Trump has well, said. Well, the words point that are is that anyways. there's. I mean, literally every day that Biden is on camera, you probably have three or four things mm -hmm. that Saturday Night Live could go nuts with, and they stay away from it totally. Oh yeah. I mean, and I don't know. I I saw an article about how. Saturday Night Live has, like, in the last two or three years, lost 50% of their audience. And uh, how really it started when Obama came along. You know, they just decided, well, he's too perfect. We can't make fun of him. Mm -hmm. You know? And uh, they just lost all credibility. And they got some talent on the show, which is sad. Cause, yeah, do they now? Yeah, they do. I haven't I mean, seen it some... in 15 years, so. Yeah, they've had talent <clears throat> rolling in and out. But I mean, it's it's nothing compared to back when Farley and all those other guys were on. I mean, they were. This I'm is, sorry, they were so much funnier than. Oh, the, by far, it's the best yeah, generation, the yeah. early '90s, 100. percent Not gonna get an argument for me. This is according to Fox News. Uh, SNL mocked for their woke smugness after claiming Trump made up the term debanking. I mean, it's still comedy regardless because I mean, I never heard the term. It does sound made up. I think I thought Bigley was made up, you know. Remember yeah, I, Bigley? I, yeah, I, I thought it was too. But you say there's well, some I, whenever I use sources. that term, I always do it, and people understand I'm kind of like teasing Trump. Right, right. But even though it's a term, <laughs> it's somewhere in some dictionary but or here's form the deal. of dictionary. What What are words? Words are something you say, utter with your mouth. What's so funny? All words are made up. So all words are made up. True. <laughs> it's just something you utter with your mouth. You make a vocal noise. In order to project an image or project some kind of thought, right? That's what that's what it is. So if debanking's on the dictionary, does it matter? You knew right. what it meant, right? Right. No. So it doesn't matter if it's a word or not. It it kind of is a word in the end of the day. All right, there. I've walked myself Mental. around that one. <laughs> those are those are Jesse gymnastics. I am. Right I'm like there. Jesse. See, I got to cover for Jesse when he's not here. <laughs> uh, but words are violence too. Don't forget that. Love Minnesota says everything on SNL goes through Lauren Michaels Lipowitz. I think that's a Jewish reference there. I think because yeah. he's Jewish. Is that why? Is that why you put the Lipowitz in there? You think so? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's not like Joe Biden has never made a mistake on any word ever. Right. So some are intimating that Lauren Michaels may have need to leave at 79. Maybe he's lost his touch with the youth. Yeah. You know, when I think back when it first started, I think I was a junior in high school. So, uh, I mean, that's a good run for Lauren. That's a damn good run. That's a <laughs> successful program. Billy22 says, apparently only Trump is not allowed to coin a phrase. Trump is not allowed to do anything. This is the other thing that's really bad about this E. Jean Carroll. It's not democratic, right? Think about what they're doing here. This is, this is the game the left is doing. First of all, the left. You just have to understand the left, okay? They truly believe the ends justify the means. 
Oh, so yeah. what they are, so if the end is get rid of Trump, no matter what, it doesn't matter. There's no ethical <clears throat> boundary for them, right? Now, the right and Will Cusin on this program should be going much harder in the paint. They yes. play they they too big of pussies most of the time, but I don't think you should cross over ethical boundaries. I think you do need to have your integrity. Okay, so the left doesn't have that. They literally will go in the direction of, you know, corruption and crime, okay? In the case here, what they're doing is they're selectively picking jurisdictions to take Trump to, knowing that he's not going to get justice. Because, what? first of all, we've said this on the show, what is is a jury of his peers? You know, you're supposed to have a jury of your peers. What is the the peer, what what is the peer group of Donald Trump? I don't understand what that is. Jury of his peers, you know? Certainly not in Manhattan. Right. Like, take, for instance, he's a former president. Take, for instance, he's a billionaire. What is the jury of his peers? Right. You, you, you've you got so many people that hate your guts. How do you ever get justice? So then, you know, just almost any, well, I shouldn't say any jurisdiction. Certainly, if you went to a very solid red district, it wouldn't really be a jury of his peers. It would also be just a bunch of fans, too. But what they're doing is they're going to districts like Manhattan, where there is no hope, you know your jury pool is going to hate Donald Trump. Yeah, I and mean, in a civil case, you don't need a full uh, majority. I mean, you don't no. need a uh, unanimous jury. You just need a majority. In fact, I'm kind of curious. I never even bothered to look up what was the jury decision. Like, what what were the numbers on it? So oh, the think count? about yeah. yeah think about this. Just by nature, where it's at. You're going to get people who literally don't give a shit about the law or right. care about what the rules are. They want to stick down Trump, which is what Rachel Maddow told us at the beginning of that segment. Isn't that every single jury that's ever existed, though? No, because most people that are on trial don't have the stigma that Donald Trump has. Like Donald Trump, you would have to say Donald Trump's the most famous person in the world on the planet today, right? Is that fair? Mm, well, I think so. I would think he's got the big greatest name ID. And probably the most, the, 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 as far as looks, too, probably the most identifiable person. Him or Taylor Swift, probably. Yeah, I think Taylor <laughs> Swift is not as known as Donald right, Trump. Right, Those guys in, like, our demographic don't know much about her. I guess now we do because freaking the NFL can't right, right. go a second without letting us know about it. Yeah. So how on earth are you going to have a fair and impartial jury? I just don't understand. Like, everyone knows who well, he is. It, it, Can, but, I don't think well a, a fair and impartial jury doesn't exist either. Not perfectly, no, no. No. So it's the best that the US has come up with and I think that that's what Trump has to answer to also. But but see that's the problem Dawson. What? Isn't this anti-democratic? I don't have an answer here by the way, okay? Yeah. Because if a former president shoots someone, literally kills somebody, yes, he should be prosecuted, okay? But that's not what we're dealing with. We're dealing with like a lady who said she got assaulted by Donald Trump, no proof by the way in this case. 30 years ago, right? They're bringing these kind of cases up against Donald Trump and a ridiculous case in the Manhattan uh, um, one with uh, his real estate company. He overappraised his... And and there's nobody that's saying, hey, he's screwed us. Yeah, there's There's no no victim. victim. There's no victim there, right? I'm just generally against victimless crimes, right? So in the case of this one, it's like you bring this cuckoo bird... From 30 years ago <laughs> to come up against president. 
And you, it's not like a Dawson, you know, if that if that happened to me, maybe no harm, no foul other than to me and my family. Here, huge harm and foul. You're literally trying to destroy the leading candidate for president. So isn't that against our democratic principles that they're doing this? It's election interference, clearly. It's clearly election interference. But, you know, and that's the sad part is they've so co-opted our judicial system. I mean, you would, you're hoping that, well, we can always fall back on that. But they have. And, and like you were saying, the Republicans are such wusses. Why don't they get a bunch of people together, get a good attorney, get Tara Reid? And, you know, stick, stick it to Biden. Yeah. Where's that? Yeah, where yeah, is that? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Where, 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 where is, is that not happening? I don't, I don't know. know. Story Have you heard anything? Maybe, maybe it's still happening. I just don't know anything about it. <clears throat> you know, it. it's not the actress, Tara Reid. You yeah, know yeah, the story. Yeah, 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 The accuser of Joe Biden. Right. Mm, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Look up. Oh, did you think it was the actress? Yeah, I, I, I had it mixed up. I'm impressed you know who Tara Reid is. There's, There's another so one. many names floating around my head right now. It's right. Uh, let's just Google Tara Reid real quick. See, see what pops up here, Dawson. It'll probably be the actress. How do you uh, probably not these days. Is it the same way? I thought it was e- spelled R-E-I-D? the same way. I think it is. I got the actress. Of course you did. Tara Reid Biden. What comes up if we do that? <laughs> We're Googling this. That's the problem. <laughs> is this it? Well, I mean, clearly a precedence has been set. I'm not set Googling that, this. I'm binging this. You know, oh, you binged it. You can go back 30 years and just accuse somebody. Uh, I'd say let's uh, have the trial in Oklahoma. See how that works there, out for us. There him. you go. R-E-A-D-E is the spelling. Tara Reid. Is this not it? Uh, it is, but Google or Bing with. Uh, by the way, Bing is owned by Microsoft. I don't think that's much better. No. Uh, Tara Reed, R E A D E. What the heck? And I'm just trying to see if there's any news story here. I mean, I see one on May 31st. You know, but the thing is, like you say, I mean, the Republicans are like. I mean, yeah, you got to be principled and everything, but that doesn't mean you can't go after them, you well, know. Right, they got to play tough. I'm just saying you don't cross in in unethical or criminal activity, right? That's yeah. my point. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You hesitated quite a bit on that, Warren. You scared me. Well, criminal no, activity has been redefined. So. That's true. <laughs> Lisa Butterfly says treason. Agent Orange sixty eight says Juanita Broderick. There's a there's a name for you back in the Clinton days. <laughs> yeah, it's R E A D E. Brad Ganser, that's a funny comment. Joe Biden sexual Brad assault allegations. Dawson, Brad Ganser says Dawson thinks that weekend updates when Fortnite is down for scheduled maintenance. That's you wouldn't get it. I definitely don't get that one. I'm surprised that Brad Ganser knows what any of that he is. Probably, it's probably AI-driven. <laughs> Brad Ganser started using AI. I had um, a friend the other day. He sent me something. Yeah. And uh, like an article or a blog. I don't want to say an article. It's a joke. So he sent me a blog. And i known him for so long ago. Who wrote that for you? Because I know you didn't write it. He's like, <laughs> I wrote it. I'm like, who? And then it hit me. I'm like, you had AI write that for you. He goes, yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm like, of course you did. What a crazy world we live in. And it's interesting because it made it a lot better because he struggles at writing. I, I'll put um, it this way. There's a, there's a YouTube comment in by um, Life of Yogi that says, Dawson uses the attacking the source logical fallacy. Dawson is basically useless in the information war. <laughs> um, we agree. I'm not debating... <laughs> 
the chick that made the story up. I'm just saying that it's not real. So, a- so then it's to me, there's two hypotheticals here. Mm-hmm. One is she made this, makes a story up. You say that's not true. So the other one is she got fed information by somebody trying disinformation. You're saying that she, the second one is she got fed information from the FBI. I think in this case, it's probably ICE or maybe, yeah, probably ICE. Was someone in the government, I guess, or whatever. Unless, I guess there's another one. Third is she's lazy and didn't vet the source. Yeah. I think that the second hypothetical is not very likely, just using Occam's razor. The okay, fact so that you think it's number three? I think it's number one. I think she just made it up. I thought you said you didn't think that. No. So now you're accusing her of just straight up lying. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, people lie for cloud over less or over more intense. She things. just completely fabricated the story like the corporate media that people sure. like us are fighting against. Or maybe she didn't vet the source on purpose. Maybe she is just lazy. Um, we're all talking about her yeah, now. Yeah, but you had malice attributed in here. So do you actually believe she knows it's not true? Did I? What do you mean I had malice attributed? Well, because you said that she... You initially said she just made up the story, so I assume that meant malice. She made it up. Then you were sure. kind of... It seemed like you're backpedaling a little bit and saying she just didn't vet the source. It it could be one of those two hypotheticals, yeah. Like you're saying, it... But do you think there was malice, or do you think she honestly knew she was telling a Do I think that there's story? malice, or do I think she's an idiot? Probably malice over idiot, but she wow. could very well be an idiot. Yeah, but how can you be a conservative uh, <clears throat> reporter... And think you're going to get away with it when you have 99% of the press is going to certainly check it out. That's a good question. Nobody has checked it out yet. Everybody's just run with the story from um, whatever that news site is. That but not running. many have run with the story. You don't see it on local CBS, No, ABC, Fox NBC. did it, and then Alpha News did it. So, so there's far. only two that have done it, and they're both and, and that's Fox News, too. That's not even uh, like Fox affiliate here. Right. Right. Yeah. Then time will tell whether it's true or not. Yeah. I'd, Hopefully, I'd, the story I might just like, die. I would like for there to be information coming out about this person who is a piece of garbage terrorist. That would be great. But till that happens, yeah, we we shall see. I kind of feel like we need to hunt the story down. Then, right? I would like to. I my my biggest thing is when it's the truth hurts, exposing corrupt politicians, lying corporate media. We should be spending a lot of time making sure that the stories that we're telling are true before oh we definitely do dawson that's why i said since you have doubts in this we'll discuss it on air that's why that's why i'm glad that we talked about it instead of just saying hey guys a terrorist was found like fox did well and and by the way i mean i'm quoting a news source that i have some trust into but that's right like they could always be wrong i think the probability that they're wrong is very limited here i think it's much higher you came at it the opposite direction i came at it as a skeptic yeah that might show my bias in this direction now i don't want to take away from the story here let's go back to the daily caller because the hyperlink and the fourth paragraph a story from u.s customs and border protection saying that they've nabbed 172 terrorists or people on the terrorist watch list in uh fiscal year 2023 which would have ended in july of last year is that the suspects Sorry, end of, hyperlink into september last year what's that is that the suspects hyperlink 
What I do you think mean? So. You said there was a hyperlink. Which one is it? Yeah, suspects was hyperlinked. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's going showing the data here. Um, yeah, it's gonna take a little too long. Terrorist screening data encounters down towards the end. Uh, southwest border. Fiscal year. Oh, it's actually kind of scary. You can see northern border as well. Yeah. Interesting. This says office. Did you find it? I I have no idea where you're talking about. Oh, uh, you got to scroll down to the bottom of the page. You'll see there's a bunch of tabs, and there's one that says terrorist screening data encounters. Office of Field Operations, TSDS encounters at land border ports of entry of all nationalities. In fiscal year 2023, there was 80 on the southern border and 484 on the northern border. Interesting. Wow. And then it says U.S. Border Patrol TSDS encounters between ports entry of non-U.S. citizens. And then it was 98 on the southern border. Oops. 169 on the southern border. Oh, there's where the 172 comes from. 169 on the southern border and three on the uh, total. Do you got it? Yeah, you see there, fiscal year 2023. That's where they get the 172 from. Speaking of the border, what do you think the chances uh, the House uh, impeaches Mayorkas? Speaking of those conservatives, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look. How could you even question as a conservative that he should be removed? It's just amazing, and it just seems like there's too many people that don't want to shake things up. That's That's, to me, like... The There's border, a the border test. is secure. He yeah. testified to that. That's it, a lie. If He's gone. A, yeah, but that's subjective, right? Yeah, what's, uh, what's secure I don't think it really is. Well, I know, but it is kind of subjective. How do you say what's secured, right? Anyone with a clear mind does it. It's not like, did you, did you make that statement, yes or no? Then you could prove it. But the secured, it's like, well... Is ninety percent secured? You know, could but how be, can you, you know claim you're trying to keep people out if you're cutting razor wire that's keeping them out? That I don't think that's happening. I think border patrol is refusing to do that, which I'm not shocked at all. They, but they did in the past. I've seen video of them cutting the razor wire and oh, opening really? it up and yeah. letting people through. I apparently, mean, apparently they're not doing it anymore. No, I heard they weren't either. Yeah, which I'm not shocked because I when I was in the army, uh, this was 2006. Six or seven, I think it was 2007. Um, I was stationed on the U.S. Mexican border for a couple weeks. Really? Yeah, it was a uh, thing that the military was like cycling in to help with um, border patrol. Is this um, early 2000s? 2007. So seven. George W. Okay. It's it a Bush oh, right. thing. You probably right. remember this a little bit. And um, so I got interfaced with border patrol a lot. They're very patriotic people. Yeah. Right. So. From my encounters with them back then, I could see them being like, yeah, this is bullshit, you know. And they worked with the National Guard a lot, you know, over that time frame. So, Well, and the thing is that, I mean, there was an old court ru ruling that said that Texas couldn't keep putting it up. Mm -hmm. So we as taxpayers are spending money for, you know, one party to put up wires and another party to cut it. Yes, but that's actually <laughs> not what the ruling said. The ruling said that they can't stop federal officials from taking right. it down. But they, no, but so it also they started said putting it, it back up. They started putting up more. Right. Which they weren't prohibited from in the right. restraining order. Right. Right. So one party's putting it up while the other one's cutting it, and it's just 
get, go figure. Or know what's coming at this point. It's what it's, it's government being reported waste. at. No, Although I, I don't know. There was being reported that way. I guess we can't trust anything that's being reported no, we these can't. days, Warren, right? Unless we go down there and look and see it ourselves, it's yeah. all speculation. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Of all the things, like, you know, we, we've got this media thing, and um, uh, there's so many things I would like to hunt down as a store. I just don't have the time. We don't have the resources to do it yet. But going to the southern border would be a big thing. Mm-hmm. You see some of the big conservative media are doing that nowadays. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go do that, you know, go see it. Because I've been on the border, obviously, but that was way long ago. That was that 17 years ago? Right. Here the two, yeah, seventeen. <laughs> yeah, I would flies. say that any congressperson that votes against securing the border should have to put a sign in their front yard that says, "My door is unlocked. Please feel free to come in, whoever you are." Well, because if you don't want to secure our border, you shouldn't be able to secure your house. Yeah, but I think your priorities are wrong. According to Ilan Omar, Somalia <laughs> comes first, Warren. <laughs> So, so she's the, the main way, source of all your wisdom. So is that, that what video, you're saying, Jake? Yeah, the conservatives are just up in arms about um, about Ilan Omar. This video of her basically talking to Somali people, saying that Somalia first. The big atrocious thing she says is basically nothing's going to happen to Somalia while I'm in office. Like I will defend it. Somalia is important. Well, let's just go, go to that video. I got the link in here. It's in Somali. Is that the right term? I don't even know what the, they call their language. Somali? Is it Somali? You you do have a link? Yeah, it's uh what is line it? It's line uh what is the line? What is it? Line <clears throat> thirteen dots. Oh shoot. No. How did it not make it in there? Was this deleted? Was that fake news that you just gave me? <laughs> I did not give you fake news. There's Son no link. I'm a, looking there at There is it. not a link in there. You are right. I know I had a link. So Ilan Omar is being interviewed or well, you somebody know what? just... I bet if I hit copy-paste, it's still... Nope, it's not copied. Dang it. Shoot. Oh, you know what? We were uh, tagged on it on Twitter. Let me just quickly pull this up here, Dawson. Sorry. No problem. Sorry at home there. So was this an interview or just somebody with a... a camera that caught her saying this it's, stuff it she seems didn't like want it was a stationary out. camera so okay i'm dumping in there right now i know i had this in there what happened to it did you delete it dawson definitely you, it's it's trying to it's my deep state tendencies i'm swear to god he's trying to sabotage this whole show all right uh go ahead and click on the link here oh no i'm sorry i'm so, i've got the wrong story damn it that's a somali story yeah, I'm the one sabotaging. Oh my god. Come on, Jake. Pretend like you know what you're doing. Um I swear to God someone tweeted at us. Just a minute here. Okay. You sure you got it? Cause if you <laughs> haven't Tekken Eight just came out and it's fantastic. Really what the good. What the hell game. is that? It's a fighting game. It's the newest one. Came out days ago. Um rad if you ever see dawes on um tekken 8 then that's me fight me it'll be fun just trying to resolve dead air so brad says she was giving a speech so did susie i'm excited to see the speech um why am i not finding it you said you were tagged in it i thought so 
Now I don't remember. <laughs> just uh, do this, uh, Dawson. Just go to YouTube and just look up Ilan Omar. This has got to be out there. Everyone was talking about it a couple days ago. Show Ilan Omar fantastic today. Somali first. Put Ilan Omar Somali first. Oh, they just put it up on there. Susie Scarella? Scarella? Scarella. Is Susie it one Scarella. of these? I like that name. Can you click on that? Can you click on the one in the uh, no. comment section? No, it's the wrong, the wrong thing. Love Minnesota is now a monthly supporter. Thanks, Love Minnesota. Hey, nice. I don't even know how they do that. <laughs> <laughs> this whole technology thing. Frightens and confuses me. We didn't even monetize a show last Phil year, Hartman. and all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, we have all these monthly support supporters. How are they monthly support? I don't even know how they're monthly. We didn't ask anyone to be monthly supporters. I think that's great. They're building something with Rumble. I like it. We actually got a meeting with Rumble today too, which is pretty cool. You see Brad's comment? Show prep is fantastic today. Yeah, shut up, Brad. <laughs> Jeez. We spent most of show prep what. fighting. What's that? We spent most of show prep um, fighting. But you can't go on the, the the link that Susie sent us. No, I don't. I can't have Rumble open on this computer oh, because but, then it's but gonna. Can I do it? I could do it and put in the show link. Yes. Okay, because I assume she's giving us the right link. Okay, give me one second here. Yes, show prep sucks today, Brad. I get it. Dawson Somebody just watched that this <laughs> morning. Show prep occurs at 1230. You know, I totally had this somewhere. I'm telling you. Oh, we also had to set up for a thing. Yeah, we got the thing tonight, don't we? Brad said you should okay. start at 1230. There you go. For wow. show prep. We, we actually start at 1240. We start the show prep at 10. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. Okay. Oh, oh man, I'll tell you, you what. You got it now? Well, this is what happens when you don't have Mega Jesse. Here's the video. By the way, in Somali, so we have to we have to hear the closed captioning or the whatever you call it. Well, what the kigabar Congress Representative Ilan Omar was harshly criticized by conservatives on social media after a video was shared showing her speaking about her support for Somalia, the nation from which she hails. In the video, the liberal Minnesota leader was addressing a crowd in a Minneapolis hotel when she spoke about Somaliland and the unrecognized state's deal with Ethiopia, which Somalia alleges infringes on its territory. The video shared on X contains an English translation which has not been verified by the Washington Examiner, though Omar's response suggests the translation could be at least largely accurate. The translation includes Omar saying she's in Congress to represent Somali Americans' interests and that the U.S. will do what we want and nothing else. Okay, okay. That's, that's the statement right there. Nice. What's I'm going to throw something at you. Here's a wrench. Uh, the statement was... The U.S. will do what is in Somali's interests while she's in office. Throw this at you here real quick. How's that any different than Nikki Haley in Israel? Huh? I mean, because everyone's up in arms about Ilhan Omar just basically putting Somali's interests first, right? And they'll do anything in Somali's interest. Is that not Nikki Haley's same guiding principle on Israel? Or Ukraine. And maybe Ukraine, too, right? Well, there's a lot of them for Ukraine yeah. in Congress. Yeah, They got the little lapel pins. Oh, they got and, the lapel pins. They got, and, and the thing about Israel is that 
spans both parties much better than Ukraine, although Ukraine's got on both ones. It's like, isn't that the overall problem with most of Congress? Listen, I'm not trying to not condemn what Ilhan Omar's saying. I'm just saying it's a larger problem, just Somalia. Yeah. Like, we are, we're ready. To, well, we are spilling blood, apparently. I don't know. This Jordan, Jordan right. uh, killing. Like, is that, it seems to be very connected with Israel, right? So, Warren should ask for a discount on his ad rate. <laughs> oh, my God, Brad Ganser. <laughs> uh, well, I do well in the show prep when it comes to that sponsorships. <laughs> Did you so, know um, that the person who wrote the Daily Caller article is a Israel supporter, pro-Israel? Well, we can't trust that. What is her source for this thing? That's Twitter. Funny. She should be pro-Hamas because they're great. <laughs> Pro Does she really have the Israel thing in her Twitter? She oh, has geez. it in her flag yeah, or in her bio. I just can't imagine putting a flag of another country. So maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe she is telling the truth. Maybe I've changed my mind. <laughs> <the person's laughs> time will tell, Dawson. Uh, time will tell. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Are we in World War Three? That's the other question. Are we about to hit World War Three? I don't know. Maybe we'll get that. Apparently, Jesse is trying to get us a um, mm. uh, presidential candidate. Uh, shoot. What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> He's not doing too good. It's not RFK oh. Jr., Start with a B? No, no, no. What's that? Start with a B? Could it be Binkley? Binkley? Binkley. There, Ryan Binkley. Sorry. I knew it was Ryan. I couldn't think of the last name. Sorry, Jesse. Pat Ryan Binkley. Do you know who Ryan Binkley is? I've heard his name. Yeah. Well, he's actually... Th- so, okay, we all know that Jesse likes Donald Trump, okay? But what? Jesse, <laughs> when did that happen? I would say Jesse, <laughs> on top of Donald Trump, likes obscure candidates. He likes the underdog. He likes the whack. He really likes... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um... Uh, vermin supreme. vermin supreme <laughs> he will not stop talking about vermin supreme he does yeah that's that's all he does so anyhow well, i guess uh trump in many ways is an obscure candidate too right he was from the get-go so anyhow he's hooking up uh ryan binkley for uh thursday's uh, show which quite frankly is interesting to me i've never heard the guy talk i've seen one still picture i think we did on the show mm-hmm. so i'm actually fascinated maybe the guy's got like who would want to run against donald trump right so maybe if Trump was not a factor, <clears throat> this guy would add some momentum. It, what's he running as? Independent or as no? A he's as a Republican. Yeah, he he actually placed in the Iowa caucus. Iowa oh yeah. Caucus results. Didn't he get more votes than Christie? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like 178. North or Minnesota. Make sure I got that right. It's Binkley. AP's uh, caucus results. Um. I hate how the AP always has that top bar that goes down so low. Oh, of course, they don't show Binkley's number here. Isn't that funny? I mean, why would they? Why would they do that? Um, Where is it? Okay, here we go. Ryan Binkley, 0.7%. He was almost a percentage point. He got 768 votes. Wow. Now, you know in that one county that Haley beat Trump by one vote? I wonder if Binkley stole that county. <laughs> Right, because you was that New Hampshire or Iowa? No, this is Iowa. So Binkley got seven, seven hundred sixty-eight Republicans. The state of Iowa said, "I want Ryan Binkley for president." Fifty-six thousand two hundred forty-three of them said, "I want Donald Trump." And then in second place, DeSantis twenty-three four ninety-one, and Nikki Haley in the two-person race twenty-one thousand zero twenty-two-seven. You know, I must make a correction. We kind of. Gave her crap for saying it's a two-person race, but she actually ended up being right in many right. regards. 
because DeSantis dropped out. The funny thing is DeSantis dropped out because there's no path forward, and neither is there one with Nikki Haley. So really, it is not a two-person race at this point. Haley doesn't have a chance. But she, she only has one more fella to get rid of. Don't you like how she always goes, these fellas? These <laughs> like fellas, all folksy. Yeah. I'm hey, so folksy. Hey, like me. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, though, as a sure. former uh, military person, Jake, how you feel about the loss of three of our brave soldiers over in Jordan and <clears throat> the inability for our commander-in-chief to have a proper response that What's stops all this. What's a proper response? That, that's debatable. But well, you remember Reagan. Yeah. He got bombed in Lebanon, and that was like, was that 100 Marines or something like that? Yeah. More than 100 Marines? And we pulled out of Lebanon. So, but what did he do? That might also, be a proper response. What did he also do? I don't remember. I was like really young. Wasn't that eighty four? He went after uh, what should I call it? Right at his house. Did he? Yeah, he took out his. He just happened not to be there. What is it, Khomeini? Who was it? No, Khomeini. Way it was uh, the guy they dragged out on the streets. At, then later on, in the Gaddafi, uh, you talking about? Yeah. Wait, Gaddafi was behind that in the eighties. Yeah. Well, obviously, Gaddafi still existed until 2017. But yeah, or not was 2017. It? Sorry, uh, 20. Tw- what would that have been? 2012, 13? I don't know. It's the second part of the Obama administration, right? The uh, what difference does it even make at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, no. Um, but don't you think you have to strike them hard just to? But who's because them? That's what they understand. Who's them? That's the well, problem. Iran. Right? Oh, Iran? No, I don't think you do that. Well, not. First of all, I saw that story. Honestly, Warren, I didn't know that we had troops in Jordan. Well, right. We have troops. Pull up a map real quick, Dawson. A a, a map? Just any map? The globe. Pull Uh, up the globe. Give me me a second. (laughs) But my point is, yeah, you don't want to hit. You got to have a response. That guy, what side of the... I mean, fair fair point to Dawson. I just literally said pull up a map. And he's like, (laughs) what what map? map? (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if he comes back with a map of like... Rhode Island. <laughs> well, that's the map, Jake. You said pull up a map. But don't you think you should <laughs> figure out where the drone came from and hit that base? Uh, bomb the base. I guess, yeah. If yes, if they came from a base, they're not. But that's the only thing they base. understand is force. That mo- listen, most likely that. Well, you think it came from an Iranian base? Well, Iran ran so far away from there because Jordan's on the west side of Iraq. Do you have a map? Let's pull up a map. A map of, uh, just look up Jordan. There you go. Look, This is the Earth. Yep. This is fake news. Earth is not round, but okay, we'll <laughs> go with it. It looks flat to me from here. Right. We, D- Warren and I have a friend who has gone down that, that route of the Earth is flat. and. Uh, but they think it's a disc, right? <laughs> yeah, don't. The funniest meme is the uh, one where it's got wow. our get- it's got our solar system. It's look got at, the sun, Mercury, Venus, being, and then it's just got a disc for her. <laughs> look at All right, there's Jordan. Jordan's good. got this like little segment up in the wow. top right. Uh, trust me, I've never been to Jordan before. Is wink, wink. Up here? Uh, go up to the top north part. This is where Tower 22 is. Uh, you got to even go north, uh, north of that, right along the Syrian border. It, basically, up to the right where your cursor is, somewhere in there is uh, Tower 22. That's what got. That's where our uh, soldiers were attacked. Now zoom out, and then you see to the east is Iraq, and you got to go all the way east of that to get to Iran. 
Yeah, you don't want a, a nuclear war against Iran, but well, of course not. Oh, you you wouldn't. Yeah, that's all Iran. But who did uh, who did Trump take out that shut him down? The leader, what was his name? Uh, you got to be more specific. What did we? Was it Solomon? Was it Osama bin Baghdadi? No. What did he call him? It was. Was it? Are you talking about Al Baghdadi or what do you? Do? No, Salamone or Salamone. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you got to hit one of their leaders because that's all they care about. They don't care if you, you know, take out some of their fighters or, you know, hit a base or something. Here's if you what take I worry out about one of their leaders. That'll shut them down. Here's what I worry about. First of all, what the hell were you doing with troops in Jordan? Okay? I don't know. Right. So number that's a good question point. Number one, feel real bad for the families of these soldiers. Oh, it's right? terrible. I think they were Georgia soldiers. They yeah, they were all from, from Georgia. Georgia. Um, I just want to see less people dying. Yeah. Right? That's what CNN couldn't get over, the fact that Trump just wanted to see less people dying in Ukraine. That's a terrible policy. But what I fear is, like, if the retaliation, I just don't know if I'm going to trust it. Talk about being skeptical of the media and the government. They're going to come up with some some retaliation that, first of all, might be pointed to someone that maybe not even be was culpable like for instance we i don't know just went to war with iraq despite them not having anything to do with 9-11 and it was basically alluded to that that's why we we're going to iraq that they were part of this war on terror sure. so i'm a little worried about that but number two is the blowback of it right like we don't just haphazardly attack iran by the way i'm optimistic about the future of iran with the young generations of Iran, the more westernized Iranians. Think they'll Because a part of Iraq I was in was a very Iranian area. It's like basically they're tribal in that area. They're Shia Muslims. Shias are a small sect of the Muslim faith. It's basically Iran. Shias get into Afghanistan and Iraq, but essentially it's Iran because their system of government is the Ayatollah. It's like a supreme leader, whereas in the rest of the Muslim world, uh, Sunni Muslims believe in like, well, they could believe in dem- democratically elected governments like uh, Hamas. <laughs> but they have a different system of uh, governance when it comes to the religion. Because it's all basically a the- theocracy. Right. All of Islam is basically a theocracy. I think the only, I think the only uh, uh, counters to that would be the, the royal areas, Saudi Arabia, uh, UAE, you know, sure. Abu Dhabi. Try to think. Is they're more secular. Yeah, because they're they're actually royal royalty, so oh, it sure. passes on that way the governance. And I'm no expert on on that policy, by the way. Um, so I don't know. I mean, my thinking here is. So how do you stop it? Well, first of all, we have to have a much more humble foreign policy. That's why they're attacking us, right? You know. It was really interesting when the left, the young left radicals, ended up finding Osama bin Laden's, what do you call it, reasons for attacking oh, America. Right, right. And people like me have known that for a long time. He attacked America not because we're free, because he hates freedom, and he attacked us because we're free. It's because we're in the Arabian Peninsula. We're in the home territory. We're in their holy lands. It's our adventurism overseas that gives them reason to come after us. And this is what we argued on this show when uh, Israel had this huge retaliation for the terrorist attack on them on October 7th, is you're creating future people that hate you, future enemies. And so humble foreign policy says you got to stop messing around overseas. And so why are service members at risk? And this is going to hit home for a loss of Minnesota because we have 
Minnesota Army National Guard getting ready to deploy right now to the Middle East. So one could argue now they're going to be in harm's way because we want to keep playing these these international politics and we're just so adamantly uh, in favor of Israel's interests, according to Nikki Haley, that we'll do anything for them. Their wars are wars, what she's saying. Right. So, yeah, I, I think the way to solve this, and I'm not saying you ever root out violence, is you have to have a more humble foreign policy. So are we there because of oil? I think that's the dumbest argument people's ever, people ever made because I like saw the Umqas report in Iraq. It's the one, it's the one port in Iraq, um, and I think they could have like seven ship ships in at a time, and only one of them was working. One or two of the. So you think it's more to stabilize the Middle East because of Israel, or? I think it's a whole bunch of things. I mean, I think some of it is oil driven in terms of stabilizing regions not that we are actually going to go profit off the oil directly but to you know stabilize it but i think some of it's god it's too complex to to attribute to one thing because it goes back so because you gotta remember is in the 50s that we overthrew uh um in iran right the shah was in 56 or something like that yeah yeah So, so is the answer i mean we've been and then of course by the way even predating us back or uh Iraq was British, a British colony for a long right. time. So even if you don't just tribute to America, Western civilization and Great Britain um, has been in that part of the world for centuries. Right. So wouldn't the answer be just to develop our own gas and oil here and so we don't need Look the Middle this East? Guy. He's leading me. He, he knew where <laughs> we wanted to go with this, right? <laughs> and just kind of have Of course a- it is. Less in, interventionist. I tell you, you know, as time goes on. But I don't on, think that solves it, Warren. I don't think it's just all on oil. Well, I don't think it'll ever be you. solved. Yeah. You just, it's kind of what's the best case scenario. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we can increase our oil production in the United States, but I don't think we can feed the rest of the world oil. No. So, but if we have ours, we're not concerned Yeah, what but they we'd do be still there. concerned because international trade. So if you screw Europe or you screw up Asia... I don't think these things get solved that easily. Way to throw that grenade there at the end of the show. <laughs> You're like, oh, are we going to go an hour? I'm like, yeah, well, probably just about an hour. Now we are an uh, hour and 15 minutes there. But no, fair fair question. I, I think uh, it sucks to see that happen. And quite frankly, what the hell were they doing in Jordan? You know, they lied. The the top brass at the, the Pentagon lied to Donald Trump about troop numbers in Syria. That's crazy to me. That's treasonous in many regards because the military is supposed to answer to the commander in chief. So if they lie, I mean, I can't imagine lying to a superior in the army. He would have got, I would have got shit canned. Right. And the top brass did that, and there's no accountability whatsoever for them lying about the numbers in Syria. Do you think Joe Biden knew that we had troops in Jordan? I bet you he had no idea. Well, and then we had you know one guy in the hospital, another. His subordinate over uh, taking a vacation. and uh, It's crazy, isn't it? If you can look at this administration and say, yeah, they're doing a good job, it's like, I mean, just compare it to what was going on with Trump. We didn't have any wars going on. The economy was booming. We were an export nation for oil and stuff. But the problem is, I would say most voters vote emotionally. Yeah. It's like, well, he's a jerk. Right. Well... I mean, do you care what he's personally like, or do you care what his policies do for your own 
self. Wasn't that the popular conservative trope right now? I would welcome back mean tweets any day of the week. Yeah. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people that just, it's a personality contest. I know. Well, that's what presidency is. And actually, the founding fathers never envisioned it that way. It wasn't a direct popular vote. It wasn't initially that way, and neither was senators. Right. Right? Because the only the popular state, vote was the state or the U.S. Uh, Congress. Congress representatives. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? All right, there you go. Solving the world's problems. What stories <laughs> did we not get to? Oh, I'm going to say the story about is this guy a Democrat? I'm going to say that. And I, so the story on Lisa, uh, and you can go to Alpha News. Liz Collin did a good report on this. Um, so Lisa Monet, as we called her, I guess Zarza is her other name. I don't know which one she prefers nowadays, but Lisa um, was a hero. She had this bar in, in oh, Lakeville, right. and she opened up Defiance the Governor. So it was a follow-up story on it. Well, I was talking to Jane Moss of the the um, Broadway in East Grand Forks, who was one of the people that we were reporting about. That was a, that to me was such an honor to talk about these heroes, right? Larvita, Lisa, uh, Lisa. Um, <clears throat> I can't think. Lisa Hanson, Lisa Hanson, down in uh, Elbert Lee. These people define the governor's orders. And, of course, Lisa Hansen ended up going to jail, right? So um, I was thinking we got to do a show with these gals sometime soon. I think that would be good, especially uh, to reemphasize the reason we need a new um, push for the Never Again bill. Did she lose her bar? Oh, yeah, yeah. They Basically, uh, so, so the nice thing about Lisa Monet is she's got a new bar in Wisconsin. She gave up a Minnesota, and so she goes, and, and I'm taking the story away. You can look at it at Alpha News, but she gets a um, bar in, um, was it, not Baytown. It's right across from Red Wing. I can't think of the name, right? Bay City? The Outpost Bar and Grill. And um, when she applies for the license, there's no issue whatsoever in Wisconsin. She couldn't get one in Minnesota. But she's never committed a crime, according mm-hmm. to the state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm even though she's like basically treated as a criminal and they've come for her and all her money had to uh, file for bankruptcy, you know? Right. So, uh, which is awesome. I wish she was closer. I wish she opened up in Prescott. I'd go to the bar more often. Mm-hmm. I don't get down to Bay city that much these days, but I got to do that once. In fact, I got to talk to Mort. Mort and I got to go do that. Whiskey Fang- Tango Foxtrot says, supposedly America would rather have a male president that says, grab them by the balls as offended by masculinity. Billy says, Jane Moss, the boardwalk bar and grill in East Grand Forks is shutting their doors this week. Yep. That's why I was talking to Jane Moss. I said Broadway. So I meant boardwalk. I don't know what goes on through my head. Broadway pizza, I guess, was what I'm thinking of. Boardwalk bar and grill. And we went to uh, see Jane Moss when she opened up in defiance of the governor. And um, that's like a five-hour trip. So hell, we did a tour. <laughs> it was a pretty cool tour. There were supposed to be hundreds that opened up, and there's only like about a dozen of them. And these women were pretty heroic and pretty badass. We also know some people that opened up doors but just didn't make a big noise about it. <laughs> speakeasy, yeah. <laughs> some speakeasies. So, yeah, Jane Jane just basically is retiring. She said she can't find good work. And everyone that goes to restaurants these days knows that, like, the service industry is just decimated since COVID. So, and, yeah, it'd be fun to get them back on the show. I think that'd be well, I shouldn't say get back on the show. We haven't had them. This show didn't exist back during COVID. Can you imagine if this existed during COVID? Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> YouTube would have taken us down. <laughs> they never would have let it out. 
All right, let's end it there. Uh, we got a sh we got a event to plan or finish up, and then we got a Zoom here, Dawson. We got to get on. So, Warren, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me, Jake. Yeah, you're a little bit more uh, sound and rational than Mega Jesse. You know, <laughs> wearing those crazy tinfoil hats. Jesse was out um, doing something else today, so uh, he'll be back on Thursday, hopefully with Ryan Binkley, uh, which would come via Zoom. Thank you, Dawson, for the great debate today. I'm glad we uh, oh, that, reversed sorry. our position in the end. Sorry, that wasn't a debate. If you want a debate, I'll come with like show prep, logic, and reason. With show prep. <laughs> yeah, Jake, that's right. You didn't bring any logic today. And so Jake, the, next time bring some logic. The real estate market is heating up, so if you need to move, please uh, give me a call or <clears throat> shoot me a text. There you go. Exactly. Funny, funny you should say that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Dawson actually might be a potential customer for All you. Right. It's true. There you go. See, he, he actually is looking at it. By the way, you do a good job. You know, th that's the thing about paid advertisers. I don't know if people are like, well, is Jake just saying that because we get paid? Well, first of all, it's not like I benefit from here. We take the money and we just put it into promotion because we got to grow the show, right? So now down the road, if you're still a paid advertiser, maybe you uh, line my, uh, my bank account and I live large on it. But hopefully that's helping you out. I obviously know and trust you, Warren, because you were my real estate agent. And the story is, you sold my house so quick, I was literally in the hospital for the birth of my child, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in, he's like, hey, I know you got a busy day here, but uh, which really you don't. You know, the kid's just basically right. with mom the whole time. Right. He's like, I need you to sign paperwork. He's like, damn, all right, that went quick. And then the part you couldn't really uh, affect, because this is like 2017, it's like, well, now we got to find the home, right? And we went up in the market, so it's like hard to find. But, yeah, we love the house you found us, Warren. And uh, I'd say the only problem that we have is just how much governance there is now and increasing property taxes and yeah. stuff on us. But that's not your fault. Nope. That is not your fault. I got some words with my government officials, so – um yeah you're a hell of a real estate agent so we appreciate no, thanks, you being Jake. a sponsor of the show all right we'll see you back on thursday take care everyone god bless